Welcome to the Next Level Leaders Podcast. I'm your host, Nicole Harrop. I've been in different leadership positions over the last seven years, and the most rewarding thing is when I'm able to help women on their way to a promotion or a better position with another company. I'm here to help so many more women see their potential and implement small changes every day to make a huge impact in their career. I focus on confidence, self-awareness, communication, growth mindset, networking, and more. If you're ready to believe in yourself and take action, you're in the right place. Let's go. Hey everyone, happy Tuesday. I hope you're having a great day and a great week. If you are new to the podcast, welcome. I am so glad that you found me and are listening to the podcast. I hope you find this episode and many others extremely helpful. And if you are a frequent listener or have listened to other episodes, I would love for you to pause this episode real quick, go back and rate me or review me. I love to see a five-star review come through and all reviews are super helpful. So if you would do that for me, I would certainly appreciate it. Okay, so on the podcast today, we're going to be talking about how to work with a micromanaging boss and if you are listening to this because you have a micromanaging boss. I just want to apologize in advance. I have worked with micromanaging bosses and to be honest and totally transparent and self-aware, I've been a micromanaging boss at times myself. So we'll hop right into things and my goal is to help you have an understanding of why your boss might be a micromanager as well as different ways to approach different situations so you are able to build a better relationship with your management team or your direct supervisor so that you can work towards having a better working relationship that doesn't feel so micromanaging because when people are out looking for jobs, it's typically because of their bosses. It's not always because of pay or other things. So if you are in the same position where your biggest frustration is your direct supervisor because you feel like they're micromanaging you or your team, this episode is for you. And of course, if you have team members or friends who have opened up and vented to you because I know I have myself, uh, share this episode with them because it might be helpful for them if it's helpful for you too. Okay, so for the background, if you are working with a micromanaging boss, I would take a step back and try to see things from their point of view. What type of work environment are you guys in? Are you in a super stressful environment? Are there really big goals that the higher leadership team is working towards? Different things like that can add stress to your leader, which can make them be a micromanager, maybe even when they don't want to be. So I would double check what kind of leader are they expected to be from their direct supervisors because it could come down from even the top, even though this person didn't come in wanting to be a micromanager and most of us don't. So I'll try to give a little bit more of an explanation on the back end of that as well, just because I think it helps you to understand. Of course, when you've walked a mile in their shoes, you realize that it is so different and you can come more of like a place of understanding before you make judgments or get frustrated with your boss or your manager. So you'll want to approach this in the sense of starting with yourself first. And then if you want to be seen as a leader amongst your team, 
You can also help rally around whatever your manager is looking to accomplish so that you are seen as someone who is there to help them and not someone who is there to cause any sort of contention or additional struggle or frustrations for that manager. You want to be seen as a partner to them and not someone who is going to potentially be causing problems. I've also worked with leaders who are so worried about perfection and how they are going to be perceived by the work that is done by their team that they become micromanaging leaders due to the fact that they want everything to go exactly their way. And I know most of us have dealt with this in some sort of degree. I know for me growing up, like if I was doing the dishes or helping clean around the house, my mom had a particular way of doing things and I had a different way of doing things. And it didn't mean that my way was wrong because we got to the same end result, but maybe the way that I went about it wasn't the way she would have went about it. So as long as you're getting to that same end goal, It doesn't necessarily matter how you are tackling it along the way, of course, as long as there's communication along the way to make sure that, of course, you're following different guidelines or any sort of expectations that your boss has along the way. So if they are a perfectionist and are worried about giving up some of that control, which I've definitely been there, and this is a huge struggle for newer leaders, because they've already proven themselves as someone who is a successful team member, right? That's why they got promoted. So if they have gotten promoted and now they're in this leadership position, and if they don't have a ton of guidance between the point where they were a great team member and then they got promoted into a leadership position, it is a harder transition to be able to give up some of that responsibility because then you're going to be the person who's shining and they no longer have control over exactly what you're doing to get to that end result. So it can be a little bit of a weird transition for newer leaders to give up some of that control to allow you to take on additional tasks. So if you're in that position, there's definitely still hope and you want to make sure that you are, again, a partner to your leader so that they trust you to give you additional tasks so that you aren't seen as someone who is trying to take over anything by any means. And of course, hopefully if they're in a leadership position, they understand that they, of course, earned that and you're there to help them. So once you've assessed the situation and determined what kind of micromanaging boss you're working with, again, figuring out what is the environment, why are they acting this way, why are they being so micromanaging, is it that they don't trust their team, is it that they are, again, like a new leader and so they are worried about giving up some of that control, whatever it is, assess that and then proceed from there. So the biggest thing and what I come back to and is like the biggest struggle in all working relationships and romantic relationships and friendships is communication. So we may think we are on the same page and trust me, I've done this way too many times. Most recently when I was about to have our baby, I totally thought that I had told my husband when we were expected to go in to get induced in the hospital and I did not talk to him about that. So the whole day, my husband was confused. The day before we were scheduled to go in and have our baby, I 
assumed I had text him like I thought about that and so I thought he knew and I had been talking with my sisters because I had some sisters who were wanting to drive down and be there for the delivery and trying to plan and schedule everything and I had been talking with his mother so that she could come help out with our oldest daughter so again I thought that we were on the same page so each of the times we spoke I had assumed that I had talked to him about the time we were asked to check in with the hospital and then hours and hours later I realized that he had no idea what time we were checking in and that I was frustrated with him for no fault of his own. So of course communication can have its struggles every day and that is just one example in my crazy life but uh, you want to make sure that you are in communication with your leaders and checking in to see where things are at and how you can help. Uh, I love when people come to me and reach out for something that they know I am struggling with. Of course, you're not always going to know what your leader is struggling with without some communication. However, you can recognize things that your team needs help with. And if that's something that you can do to help them improve something or reach a goal, uh, you can offer that help to your leader. So if you're offering help in different ways and being aware of your surroundings, it is such a huge value to your manager if you are always offering different things that you think can help. And again, just coming from a different point of view or offering different things that you think you can help out with, your leader will always appreciate your offering to help so long as you know that if they say, no, we don't need that, or no, we're not heading in that direction, or not now, or we don't have the time, whatever it may be. Uh, of course, being understanding that it's not always going to be something that you're going to be able to follow through on. So if you're spending a lot of time on that, it can be frustrating to your leader because you need to be working on your main expectations within your role. But if you're saying, hey, I thought about this, you know, when I came across this issue and these are a couple things I think could help if we were to implement some changes. If it's something that you think could benefit our team, I'd love to think about it a little bit more and come up with a game plan that you think might be helpful and to get your thoughts on how we could proceed with this. Does that make sense? So again, being in communication with your leader, of course, making sure that you are on progress to your goals and pitching in as a team member as much as you can so that you are seen as a leader amongst your peers. That will help you be seen as a leader to your manager and they can help delegate things to you and fill more trust. So of course the biggest thing here we are looking to do is building trust with that communication and following through on anything that you are offering. Another thing is to set clear expectations. So if your boss is giving you a task or delegating something to you, set clear expectations with your leader on deadlines or what that is supposed to look like. Do they have anything that they want you to specifically follow? I would suggest to check in with them on anywhere that they want you to follow more strictly on their guidelines and then other areas where you can be a little bit more creative and come up with some things a little more out of the box. If you have those clear expectations, 
hopefully when you go to check back in and have that communication, of course, you will be on the same page and they won't have any additional feedback. And again, that's building trust with them so that they know you are able to complete tasks to their liking or to their expectations and they'll continue to delegate additional tasks to you as well. So don't be sad or frustrated if you are delegated or asked to do something that seems really minor. If you are following through and doing so in a timely manner, that is something that is building trust and creating that foundation with your manager, and that can be huge. I've done that in all sorts of different roles where I did exactly as I was asked. I checked in. I had those clear expectations to see kind of where I could put my own fun spin on things if I could and then checking back in with them and having them of course excited or pleased with what I was offering and then I was able to take on even more tasks and even bigger responsibilities down the road. The next step is making sure that you're following up with your leader. So of course you're having communication in the beginning offering your help when you are delegated tasks or allowed to work on something you are going to have clear expectations with your leader and then the follow-up is going to be super helpful because you're going to want to make sure that you're proactively following up the day of your check-ins or even like slightly before then so that your boss knows that you are taking this responsibility seriously and that you want to show up at your best so you're following up and it's okay if not everything is going according to plan be open and honest don't lie about things that is one thing that's super frustrating when I find out later on that someone checked in with me and they weren't a hundred percent honest on what was going on as far as what their workload was like or if they needed additional help be sure that you're open and honest with your leader at that time and be fully transparent. So if you do need more help or you need a little bit more time, if you can explain why you need that, it should go over really well with your leader. And I say should because there are some leaders who are an exception who are going to be frustrated regardless if things aren't done on time. They will want you to lose sleep and do all sorts of things, pull different strings to meet certain deadlines. But if you have a leader who is understanding of how life happens as long as you are planning and not procrastinating and then finally saying oh I did not plan enough time to get this done that's when you look foolish and that you were totally unprepared and didn't take it as seriously so make sure you're having different check-ins with your leader and of course some self-accountability to make sure that you are getting things done and working on your project in a timely manner so that you can ask for help if needed. The last thing would be feedback. So anytime that you're working on something new or different, or even if it's something that you do on the daily uh, for your role, it's always good to ask for feedback occasionally, especially if it's something where you are given a task and you completed it, you'll want to ask for feedback and be specific. So I would ask for certain areas that you may be self-conscious about or if you were worried about how your leader was going to react about a certain section of or a certain area of your project, I would ask for the specific feedback so that they know you are, again, thinking very thoughtfully and then also that you are willing to hear that feedback because if you want to be seen as a leader and become a leader, 
that is something that you're going to be receiving whether or not it's solicited. So you'll want to make sure that you are able to receive that feedback. And if you're asking for specific feedback to understand a different point of view, you will be so much farther along in the sense of being able to handle feedback and start working towards understanding what people's perceptions are going to be and anticipating their feedback in advance so that you are prepared for how to respond to it as well. All right, so we've talked about different ways to approach the situation with a micromanaging boss and I get it. Some of you may be listening in and thinking there's no way that my boss is ever not going to be a micromanaging boss. And that could very well be the case, but I always say to believe the best in people. And even if you've been working with your leader for quite some time and feel that they've been micromanaging you for that entire relationship, you can still work towards having a better relationship with your leader with the suggestions that I have provided throughout this podcast episode. And I think you'll be surprised how your leader responds to you being more proactive in suggesting things that you can work on, as well as following through on these different steps. So if you've been delegated different tasks and haven't followed the suggestions that I've provided in this episode, Work on reaching out to your leader about things that you can help with or different tasks that you would want to take on. Something that I don't recommend is going to your boss and saying, what do you need help with? Because it's such an open-ended question and your boss is likely going to need help with a bunch of different things. But if you can come to them saying, hey, I would like to help out with this. Is that something that I can do? And how would you like me to approach it? And then you can follow the suggestions that I've provided. And I think you'll see a big difference in the working relationship that you have with your leader and that built trust within your working relationship. You may also be thinking, oh crap, I've already messed up. I've lost trust with my leader because I didn't follow through on something or maybe I messed up on hitting a deadline and wasn't fully honest about what I was struggling with, so I didn't ask for help. So now I'm having someone micromanage me because I've broken that trust with them. And I am here to tell you, you can turn around from that. I've worked with team members who I've personally micromanaged because of the fact that they were missing so many things and messing up so many different things for different customers or whatever it may have been for. Uh, So I felt kind of obligated to micromanage them to ensure that they were getting their work done, but they persevered and pushed through and continued to have communication, work through with clear expectations. They would follow up with me proactively and then ask me for feedback on how they could have improved or any different way that they could have approached a certain situation. So It can definitely be turned around if you feel completely at a loss, like you need to move teams or move to a different company or something like that. You can definitely mend that broken trust and have a better relationship with your leader if you are willing to put in the work and approach it in the right ways. So again, the first step is going to be just being aware of the needs of the team and your company. That's going to be the biggest step for you to take as far as 
figuring out how you can provide solutions to different problems or how you can help team members or different teams in general and then offer your help so that you can start taking on more responsibility and be able to prove that you can follow through on different tasks that you are delegated. If you work in a siloed department where you are working by yourself most of the time or different projects are being delegated solely to you and you have a micromanaging boss, you can still take these same approaches. Of course, it's going to be more obvious if you are not getting your work done, if you are the only contributor to a certain project. So if you have a micromanaging boss in this scenario, it is likely because you haven't been following through or there's one part in this puzzle that is not there. So either the communication isn't there, there isn't expectations, maybe you're not following up promptly, or maybe you're not asking feedback so you're missing the mark and your leader just isn't providing that proactive feedback either. So they're left frustrated and you may be wondering why they're micromanaging you, but you're not sure totally why. So again, follow these different steps. I'd love to hear from you as far as what's working or what isn't working, or if you have any questions in regards to micromanaging bosses, I would be happy to help. So feel free to DM me. And if not, I hope you have a great rest of your week. And if you don't have a micromanaging boss, you're already winning. Until next time, we'll see ya. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Next Level Leaders. If today's episode resonated with you, please take a quick screenshot, share it to your Instagram, and tag me at Nicole.Harrop. I love to see it and it means the world to me. I appreciate you helping to spread the word so I can help more women. See you on next week's episode.